and we're one place up on the uh, on the Rubicon. That's well on the on the Rubicon, and uh, we'd move forward, and our casa was only about a hundred yards behind the stop bank. Yeah, and we're in there, and I'd been doing a bit of work, and and I was pretty tired, and in the old kitchen there was just like a one of these oven things they had. And another fellow and I got in there and uh, we were having a good snooze about 11 o'clock. And boy, I, I can still see it flashing through my head, you know, and all that. And he'd come up on the other side with a tank and he just could get us. And he whittled his house down. And I, my head was ringing. And you know, I don't remember anything. I was bloody ringing. And... Uh, I mean, it must have been knocked out, the concussion and that. And I, I woke up in the afternoon, and this fellow was, he was dead alongside of me, he was dead. And uh, I staggered out, I staggered out there, oh, Christ, my head was ringing. That's what, that ruined my ears, I've never been the same since. I staggered out there, there was another fellow dead outside, because the boys, they shot through. And they, they left us for dead, you know. And I went over to B Company along there. Christ, did I ever hit on me, you know. Oh, Christ, I felt terrible. So then I went back to my platoon. They were, they were back, oh, they were back about 500 yards. They'd gone back about 500 yards, yeah. Old Charlie was there, you know, up there. I laughed, at, we had a big bull there. And because uh, the Itides left him because they'd taken off. Oh, he's a lovely big bull. He must have been a show bull or something because he had all stuff about him and we were feeding him and looking after him and uh, we, we'd groom him and everything, you know. He's a big boy. Oh, lovely. He had bloody feet about this big, big fella. And uh, the night before we left, the old Jerry put a shell in, you know, shelling, shelling, and laughed at one hit the window like that right above his head and killed him, eh? And well, I, I don't know, I can't remember. A couple of the boys went, went because we, we were sleeping with him. We were sleeping, he was there, and, you know. And uh, a couple of the boys, he fell on a couple of boys, and we had a hell of a job getting getting them out wondering. Because <laughs> old Charlie thought that was a great job, you know. <laughs> oh, he laughed like that, yellow. But the bull fell on a bloke. Yeah, Chudagoski was the bloke's name. And that was one of the last, actually I've still got the map for it over there, the area that it happened. Because five of our blacks were killed there. And I've always kept that map, the original map's in there. But I've got some taken off and various blacks have got them. Anyhow, we were, Jimmy Boyd, he had a spreader over here at Tirao. And we're in this house, we were a reserve platoon. Our company commander got a piece of shrapnel through his wrist got sent home. So I was reserved platoon and I took him over. And in the house we're in, a shell hit the window sill and went through the bull's back and dropped it on the boys. Yeah, Chudagoski, that was his name. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, well, we had a job to get the bull off him. It was heavy, eh? Because all the cattle were inside the house. Or, you know, a thing under the house. Yeah, Chudagoski. Yeah. Or Tuna. Only a little bloke.
and then uh, the shell landed on the on the window sill and went through the ball and just dropped it on top of it. You slept by the cat lay, they were all quiet. But this one that's what happened. But that uh, Oh So we're putting in a we're gonna come uh, attack across this thing again. Rain and because they've got all these drains everywhere, you know. And uh, a B company were going across. They were just out there, they're going across. And old Jerry got them out in the middle of the paddock. It was daylight attack, and we didn't like that. They got this B company. And they got them in the drain, you see. And and uh, the more it rained, the higher though they had to get out of the drain. Christ. Boy, did they come back. And there they looked the show a lot, and they were coming back and dribs and drabs out of that lot. Yeah. Yeah, old Jerry got us there. Yeah, that was on the Rubicon, yeah. Anyway, so okay, I'll tell you about this fella. I had to go back and, and I had to burn him, you know. Uh, or about six weeks went by and uh, uh, they wanted to know what happened to this fella, you know. And, uh, well, I, I said, oh, I don't know, I said, he's just there, you know. So uh, they didn't know him and didn't know where the other fellow was and that. So I went back with the jeep. I had a fair way to go, fair, you know, with the jeep and go back. And uh, anyway, uh, after six weeks, holy hell, you, you, you know, yeah, I couldn't get him out or do anything like that. So I, what I got, I got all the timber and put it all around him. I took his meat tickets, of course. Took it, took him around him and uh, and I poured some gas on him and set and and cremated him. You see, and then I went out back. I wrote out what I said, and you know, even about twenty or twenty-four years after the war, they were still writing me about that. Yeah, I wanted to know about this fella, but I'd put his meat tickets and all in. And I told Major Barley what I'd done. He said, you're done right, Blue. He said, yeah, yeah. That's how I, that's how I, because they didn't have his body, you see. And yeah. that, that was, they wanted to put him into one of the... Uh, well, yeah, I, or... you should have seen him after six weeks there. Yeah. But someone had buried the other fellow outside the door. They had another fellow outside the door. They'd buried him as a Kiwi. But more oh, my bloody head, I'll never forget that. My head was ringing like a bell, eh? But they left me there. I didn't wake up till that afternoon. And they were all gone. And this fellow was alongside me, dead, and the other fellow outside the back door was dead. Uh, they'd gone back about five or six hundred yards.